Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Born and raised in Dutchess, Alberta, she grew up on a small acreage, participated in 4-H Beef Canada, grew up gardening, gaining appreciation to farm-to-table philosophy of food. She serves as a Chancellor of the National Board of Shane the Rotisseries. We'll learn about it later. An international association of gastronomy in over 80 countries and over 25,000 members. In 1990, she started her career in the hospitality industry as a server. She was promoted to supervisor. Then in 1999, promoted again to food and beverage manager. One One more promotion happened in 2015, And she took the role of assistant general manager. And in 2017, she earned the role of general manager at the same establishment she started as a server. With a 3,000-member base and food and beverage annual sales in the multi-millions, my guest this morning is Tony Marie Ion Brown, the first female general manager of the Calgary Petroleum Club. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, David. How are you today? I'm excellent. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, you know, 1990 to 2024, I don't know many people that stayed in the same location for 30, or same job for uh, same workplace for 34 years. Uh, no desire to check whether the grass is greener, like in other establishment. Um, the Calgary Petroleum Club, it's sort of, I stumbled onto it. So... I was a young girl, had spent a couple of years in university, really didn't know what I wanted to do. My mother said, whatever you should do, you should get a job and quit wasting my time and my money. <laughs> so I had a girlfriend who had worked at the Petroleum Club. I went there. And honestly, once you get into the Calgary Petroleum Club, we're known for our longevity. I'm not the longest employee with like 34 years of work. I've got a a colleague who works there for 44 years, and we've had people that retired with 47 years. The club is a magical little place. It's it's small, uh, you know, staff of 150 people, members of around the 3,000 mark, but it's really the best, the best members in the whole city are at the Calgary Petroleum Club. And so we're just a small little family, and I was given opportunity to always grow and improve and influence change, which which are things that I like. So, but but I'm sure that you know other places were trying to recruit you over 34 years. And and what made you stick just to the club? I still have uh, conversations to this date where other people may be interested <laughs> in uh, in having uh, having me join them, and. Never once was I serious about leaving the club. The club is um, is home to me. It's my baby. It's my project. It's my passion. I think we're we're only just celebrated our seventy fifth year, but we're still uh, very young in club years, and there's a lot of change and opportunities still available to us, and. Um, there's things that I would still like to see us do and accomplish, and I don't think 
we're fully grown up yet in terms of club years, and there's still lots to lots of challenges and opportunity. And really, um, I've been supported so well by the by the board of governors. It has great governance, great members. You know, there's been um, times where where the club really proved itself to me. 2005, for example, Calgary Petroleum Club has an arson fire. A serial arsonist decides to light a fun fire in our <laughs> club, and a multi-million dollar restoration was needed, and we were closed from um, the May 13, 2005, until mid-September. My guest this morning is Tony Marie Iron Brown, uh, the general manager of the Calgary Petroleum Club. We'll get back to the club later. Let's figure out what 4-H beef is, because I was trying to figure out, and I couldn't. Okay, so 4-H is uh, a community head, heart, health, and hands. There's different types of 4-H. And so if you're in small town Canada, you could be in any kind of a 4-H club. You could be in 4-H sheep, 4-H sewing, 4-H photography. I was in 4-H beef. That means I would get a, a young calf. And then I would be responsible to feed that calf, to halter break it. And then eventually it goes full cycle. And then you take that, um, that beef to market. And um, so you're learning about the production cycle of animals. You're learning a little bit about business because, you know, you have to purchase a calf and purchase feed. And then you sell your calf and you figure out if you made any money. <laughs> But you do Did because you you're, you do because you're ten and your parents don't make you really pay for anything, right? <laughs> so, that was uh, 4-H beef, and 4-H uh, also had uh, different components to it. So we would do like public speaking and go to camps, that type of thing. It's a small town, Alberta group that you know. My neighbors are still in 4-H. I I buy a 4-H sheet for my Abby, uh, my neighbor Abby, each year. <laughs> One more aspect of your, uh, you know, different things you do is the Shane the Rotisseries. And I was checking the Hebrew name because as an Israeli, it's easier for me in Hebrew. And I prefer the Hebrew name, which is the Order of the Barbecue Knights. <laughs> so how many steaks do I have to eat to get into this order? So the Shane the Rotisseries, it actually started as a Goose Roasters Association in France in 1248. And, um, and then it, it had to take a, a pause, and it came back in 1950. So the Shenda is an international group. You have to be nominated, David, to, to join the Shenda And so you have to be nominated by uh, two current members of the Shen. Same as Petroleum Club. <laughs> Same as Petroleum Club. Um, but our purpose at the Shen is to help support young chefs and young sommeliers. So there is a small nominal dues that each member, like we said, there's over 26,000 members uh, internationally, they pay a small dues and there's always um, competitions. So in Calgary, for example, we have a young sommelier competition coming up at the end of March and at Then the second part is in the beginning of April. Then there will be an international competition where our Canadian young sommelier can then compete in. Same with the young chefs. So in Calgary, we will have a young chef competition in June. It will be held at SAIT. 
And then that winner of our regional competition will go to a national competition. This year, the National Chêne de Rétissières National um, Conference is in Calgary. Calgary's Bayage is um, 50 years young this year in, in Calgary. And we are also the largest chapter of a Chêne in all of Canada. When is it in Calgary? It's going to be the weekend of October 17, 18, and 19. So the chef's competition will be on the in, the national chef's competition will be on October 19th. Our winner will then train for one year and go to an international competition. And remarkably, the Calgary competitor won the international competition for chefs in 2018 and 2019 with back-to-back wins. Same person or two different people? Two different competitors. And they're still in the industry today in Calgary? Um, Neither of those competitors were from Calgary, Mm. the national competitor. However, um, you have to be under the age of 26. So I don't qualify. And and the same with the young sums. (laughs) So I love the Shen because it is supporting the young people starting out in our business. And then when we host events, we always, um, you know, we're trying to raise the bar. You're cooking for your peers. And when you're going to Shen dinners, you're experiencing like the best of the best. We have to take a commercial break. My guest this morning is Tony Marie Ion Brown, the general manager of Calgary Petroleum Club. And we want to thank Calgary Economic Development for sponsoring our show, Calgary Next. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. And I'm back with my guest, Tony Marie Iron Brown, General Manager of Calgary Petroleum Club. Let's go back to the club. And, uh, you know, you've been there since uh, 1990, 34 years. How did you see the club evolve over 34 years? I'm sure there were a lot of changes. Absolutely. Um, I joined the club in 1990. The club was the first city club in Calgary to have female members. Uh, The Petroleum Club had female members only introduced in 1988. Of course, I joined the club in 1990. Uh, As with anything, change really happens when you immerse yourself into something. And so what I have seen is um, a change in programming, a change in, uh, you know, thought leadership, how we represent in terms of members, in terms of board of governors, in terms of uh, leaders within the club itself. Like right now, if you look at the Petroleum Club, it's um, our club president is Mona Jasinski. Our last president was Miss Carrie Arnett. We have My got, friend, Carrie Arnett. Oh, is Carrie your, Carrie's she, your friend? Unfortunately, she recommended that I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> and you accepted her recommendation. So, full disclosure, I just joined the, the club. Um, our executive chef is a, a local Calgarian chef, Chef Joanna Astrodillo. Myself as the GM, you know, our assistant general manager is Glenda Marr. She spent a lot of time in, in city clubs in, in Calgary. She was with the Winter Club for 10 years. Um, you know, a, a 
a year a career ago, and um, our controller is Miss Carrie Price. So what what I've seen is a lot of of change and evolution. Um, the club the club when I started, it was uh, primarily a really busy dining club, like the Devonian room upstairs. We used to serve lunch there every every Monday through Friday. And then we used to have a band Tuesday through Saturday. Now the club, 83% of our business comes from private events. So we've really evolved to be the business club of Calgary. And that meant a little bit of a change from just a dining club to a, a business club. And 125 events a week is is a lot of events. Like that Devonian room is strictly a private member event space right now. We have to book it when we want to use it. And um, as we're finding, that gets uh, trickier and trickier. And our lead time has to be, like, you know, I have to be planning something in December now. Otherwise, it's already going to be used as a member event space. So how has it changed it's become younger, certainly. Since 2014, we had a, a purposeful recruitment of young professionals. So I think we've just um, evolved to be a real a business club, very diverse, very inclusive, a younger club, a busier club. You know, the value of that lobby is just incredible. It's where you should arrive five minutes early and stay five minutes late when you're coming there. So, you, as we mentioned, we have about, you have about uh, 3,000 members. How do you keep them engaged into using the club on a regular basis? One thing that we do is hyper-programming. You know, in February, for example, with, we're, we're going to be closed for the family day long weekend. We're not open on Sundays. So in the month of February, we're open for 23 days. And in those 23 days, we're hosting 10 club events. From such as, such as a um, la- just last Saturday we had a Latin night. Our chef Joanna, she's um, a Chilean, and we asked her to create an event this quarter, and so she sourced out a she created a, a Latin night, and we had salsa lessons and. Um, Empanadas. Empanadas. <laughs> a few kinds of empanadas. Uh, then we will have um, Leaders and Mentors Luncheon just on Wednesday. Deborah Yedlin was at a Leaders and Mentors Luncheon for us. We'll have a wellness breakfast. We'll have Be Our Guest events. You know, it's just hyper-program. Our member mixers, they get 100 people each month. And so... Um, and then we have different spaces, right? We've got 15 different private rooms. Upstairs, we've got our podcast studio. We've got our Brew 319. We've got our Foresters. So I think we have to create unique spaces within our club. It's a challenge to to generate the types of revenues that we do with such a small membership base. And we have to always remember our five core values, service, excellent, respect, we care, it's personal. Because to get the level of sales that we have with only 3,000 people, it's not like we can create an event and we can tell Calgary to, to come and join us, right? So we, um, we don't have that 1.4 million people that we can draw from. It, it is a private club. So I think we have to be a lot of different things. It's a multi-generational club. 
And so we keep trying to keep it fresh and um, and weirdly, none of uh, none of the team have no in our language. And so, you know, when when we meet last week, when we were meeting, I was like, someone on this team's got to learn how to say no to something. But if people throw us ideas, we're like, yeah, that kind of sounds like fun, and we should we should try that. So, my guest this morning is Tony Marie Iron Brown, the general manager of Calgary Petroleum Club. So you mentioned their five core values. How do you take their core values from the wall to the floor? It's a not it's not an easy industry, the hospitality industry. And you mentioned that you have people that work for so many years. So how do you take the values from, you know, a nice plaque on the wall to day to day on the floor? Absolutely a great question. Thank you for asking it. Um, I think it starts at the top. You know, you you have to believe in what you're preaching. We we started I started, we started with um wearing like little pins on our on our uniforms. And we started, our first one was care. And so we wore these little tiny buttons when we, um, when we would, and so we would talk about the meaning of our, of the care value. And we would talk about it with the staff. And then the members would say, us wearing the little button and they would say, care, what's that? And then we could explain to them um, what we mean. And so we're, um, the only button that we didn't win, uh, actually wear, David, was excellence. And it's because um, I don't know if we're there yet. I know we care. I know we care about service, uh, respect. It's personal. Excellence, have we got there? No, we didn't get to, to wear the button that says excellence because I think it's something we're still, we still strive for every day. You strive or you, you are afraid it's a little bit of bragging? Uh, I think we're striving. And, and you certainly... The one thing that you do learn from being around really successful people is they they don't brag, right? <laughs> it's it's quiet. It it should be quiet. And so, um, how do we live those? Is we we talk about them and we bring them to all of our conversations. We message it. We are on the floor with our staff. You know, right now I have a team of about 150 people. Not only do I know them, I know a little bit of their story. It matters. People matter. And so that it, it's personal is really personal for us. So you're a people company working in the hospitality we are. industry. That's a great tagline. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, we are. So we have about 90 seconds left. And uh, one question I have in terms of the, of the clientele. Mm-hmm. What, what is the feedback you receive from the members? How important the club is for them and how important it is for them to be part of the club? Well, I think our membership really showed us during the COVID times how how important we are. Most of the activity that we do is gathering, and uh, during COVID, that wasn't possible. A lot of what we do even was mandated not possible for the longest time. And we, when we went into those days, you know, we had to create budgets, and we had expected a much, much higher attrition than what we realized. And um, every single time we had any programming, be that alcohol sales, food sales at the curbside, um, small events when you could have them, they just came back, came back, came back. And so, you know, the, the club to our members is much more than just four walls on Fifth Avenue. It's about the people for our members also. And so they've 
they were just really thrilled that they, they can be back. And the way they're supporting us now, we're really happy. We just came off of one of our biggest months in January. We onboarded 90 new members. We're talking wait lists. You know, this has not been the case in Calgary since 2015. And so uh, the way our members support us, you can just tell they care and, it's, and that we're important to them as well. Tony, thank you very much for being my, my guest this morning. My guest was Tony Marie Ian Brown, General Manager, Calgary Petroleum Club. Thank you. Thank you, David. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.